Welcome one and all to episode 43 of the Mars Attacks podcast. I am your host Victor and this episode marks the third entry into the classic albums column. For those of you that haven't been keeping score up to now, we've uh, obtained comments and provided you with a podcast regarding the album's Injustice for All by Metallica, and Cleansing by Prong. This third entry focuses around Queens of the Stone Ages, Songs for the Deaf. This is the newest album that will appear on this chart. Uh, So just to give you an idea, uh, or I should say on this column, and everything is previous to this by at least a few years. There are a few albums that... uh, that were that are a little older than this, but this is definitely the newest. And this is going back to uh, almost 10 years ago. Uh, this was first released in August of 2002. So you're looking at um, actually not nine years um, is what this album just celebrated. So uh, without further ado, let's get into a track off of this album. Let's get into the first single, probably the biggest single off of the album and the most known by the group. This is No One Knows.
little No One Knows coming off of Songs for the Deaf by Queens of the Stone Age. And uh, again, probably the radio hit that's been most heard by the band, probably the song that most people identify with them. And there are a lot of people that have commented on the fact that they prefer Rated R or the first album uh, a lot more. But uh, this is a very important album. Um the reason that this album is on here, or part of the reason, and I, you know, I want everyone to know that these, this list that's been put together, has been based on different conversations that I've had with artists, uh, with various musicians, and a lot of times, you know, after I'm done with interviews, you know, I chit chat a little with uh, people, or you know, or we veer off during, you know, the interviews and talk about different albums and. And Queens of the Stone Age is a very important band that uh, helps tie in a lot of things. Um, You know, I've heard some people talk about maybe them being a little too quirky, maybe a little too rock, uh, maybe a little too alternative. Um, You know, I've seen that Decibel listed this album as one of the best metal albums of, uh, I believe it's the Decade and um you know i think it's a little of that in in different places and that's why it's so important again it was a big commercial hit as well uh and for me one of the catalysts to that is having dave grohl on board you're going to hear me talk to charlie bonante about that and talk to gene hoagland about that as well uh dave grohl really pushes this album over the top his trademark feel is all over the album. And I really think that that, at least for me as a drummer, um, really marks a difference for the band. You know, it's almost like there's a before and after with this album. And that's not to, you know, uh, sort of poo-poo any of the other albums because I think everything that this band has put out has been very good to great. Um... So uh, I do think it's a great album. I did try reaching out to various parties that were involved uh, with the making of this album. I did try reaching out to Nick Oliveri before all of his legal issues came down. Uh, I tried reaching out to Alan Johannes as well. Uh, He and his late wife, uh, Natasha Snyder, were involved uh, in the album, and uh, I tried reaching out to uh, uh, Casey Chaos as well, and and you know I wasn't I wasn't able to get through to any of them. It's a shame that I wasn't able to. I would have loved to have, you know, gotten the comments of someone that was involved in the album. Uh, but then again, you know, the way that this column works is that um, it's always evolving. We're always adding people. Um, for this inception of the podcast, or for this variation of the podcast, um, we have Mark Striegel from Talking Metal commenting on this album, who who will be up next. We have Charlie Benante from Anthrax. We have Gene Hoagland. And we're lucky enough to have Mr. Alan Tecchio come on board as well and provide us with some fantastic comments. Uh, Had a very busy week last week 
getting people on board. We have Glenn Drover, former guitarist of Megadeth and King Diamond uh, aboard. We have the legendary Doro Pesh as well, who's going to be lending some comments on uh, various albums as well. And we'll have a interview with her shortly as well that has nothing to do with this. Uh, remember that if you want to download any of these episodes, uh, you can go to iTunes, you can go to MarsAttacksRadio.com and either stream or download the episodes. And I also want to remind you that I do also have Mars Attacks Radio, which is on Mark Striegel Radio. Uh, new episodes debut Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. They replay on Fridays and Saturdays. Just go to MarsAttacksRadio.com and you'll find all the times when it repeats right there on the right-hand side of the homepage. There's also a widget to Live 365 where you could stream uh, Mark Striegel Radio directly there. Actually, Stream A, which is the, uh, the part of the station that I help uh, actually program. But, uh, yeah, um, what we're going to do is we're going to play another track off of the album. Let's do God is in the radio and then get into the interview portion with Mark Striegel.
thought was just such an amazing record. Um, definitely one of the best records of, I would say, the past 10 years. Such, you know, such a just amazing combination, uh, you know, with Nick Oliveri and, and Josh Homme fronting that band. And, you know, they really became a different band after that record without Nick Oliveri. Um, and the the stuff that, I mean, he opens that record, or at least his vocals open that record with uh, the Millionaire song, which is just such just an in-your-face amazing track. And it was a, a concept record, too, which, you know, we get so few records anymore that, you know, demand your attention from the first note to the final note. And Songs to the Death is definitely one of those records. A lot of a lot of great great songs on that record. Uh, Alan Johannes wrote a song with Josh called "The Hanging Tree," which Mark Lanigan sings vocals on. Um, you know, no one knows, of course, the big single, and we can't forget that Dave Grohl was playing drums on this record, which was also, I think, a, a big shot in the arm to uh, to Queens of the Stone Age. I mean, this is definitely a real powerful, powerful record. And one of my all-time favorites. I was also a big fan of the Rated R album, the restricted album, as some people call it. Um, the album before before that one, which uh, had a lot of great tracks on it too. But um, definitely the definitely the punch and, and the heaviness of uh, Songs to the Death always kind of um, made it one of my favorites. And, and just such catchy songs, such uh, a clever presentation with the DJ voices, uh, Casey Chaos from Amen does one of the voices, and um, again, just so much great talent on that record, for sure, um, one of my all-time favorites. Cool. Yeah, actually, uh, when I spoke to Charlie Bonante about this, he mentioned how he loved the album, or he actually, similar to what you said, liked Rated R better but felt that Grohl's playing really put this album over the top. Oh, cool. Uh, if you had to pick a track off of this album, what would it be? Um, if I had to pick one track to, to feature off this record, I would say Hanging Tree, which okay. was a song that was a, you know, which was a song that was originally on a desert session record and uh, they re-recorded it for Songs for the Deaf.
songs for the deaf. Song that Mr. Mark Striegel uh, selected. If you're unaware of who Mark Striegel is, go to TalkingMetal.com or look up Talking Metal on iTunes and download one of their great, great podcasts. He puts on a great show with uh, John Astronomy and uh, check out his uh, online web stream radios as well. Uh, go to MarkStriegel.com. That is M-A-R-K-S-T. R-I-G-L dot com. Uh, let's move things forward here with another track off of the album. Uh, we're going to get into the third single off of the album, which is First It Giveth. Actually happens to be the third song off of the album as well. And from that, we'll jump into the interview portion with Mr. Alan Tecchio. Uh, they superseded our success, of course, but 
But uh, we always had a little bit of uh, I remember being angry at them because they got some, I think they opened up a testament. They got some really good tour that we were looking for and just thinking, who are these Kairos guys? Because they had just come out. But um, clearly that guy, Josh, has proven himself as an amazing songwriter and uh, nothing but props for those guys at this point. Coming off of Queens of the Stone Age songs for the deaf. The album that is being featured on this month's classic albums column. And again, as I mentioned previously, we've already discussed Metallica's Injustice for All and Prong's Cleansing. If you missed out on those, uh, look up Mars Attacks podcast on iTunes or just go to MarsAttacksRadio.com and you can find uh, various options to either stream or download the episodes in question. Uh, moving forward here, we're going to play another track off of the album and get into Gene Hoagland's comments. If you don't know who Gene Hoagland is, as he says in the ID that he um, that he provided for me, he says, i played with pretty much every one of your favorite metal bands. And the cool thing about Gene is if he likes something, he'll tell you he absolutely loves it. If he hates it, he'll tell you why he thinks it sucks. So it's very cool. And uh, before that, I also want to mention that uh, Alan Tecchio, uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, check out Hades, Nonfiction, Watchtower, uh, or his latest project, Autumn Hour. A uh, great, great lead singer, uh, and he's actually working on a project with a Hungarian guitarist called Minds Mirrors. Uh, you can check that out up on MySpace. And uh, very underrated uh, lead singer, uh, one of these guys that uh, you almost scratch your head as to why he never, you know, made it bigger than uh, what what he eventually became. But uh, again, still a great, great talent. Uh, the idea behind this column, I mean, is to help, you know, spread the word of some of these artists, um, cause I'm sure a lot of people dig the comments that, um, that, you know, people are, are submitting, uh, or they say, you know, what the hell's wrong with this guy? You know, I'm going to find out exactly who he is. We have the index page so that you can go and find out who Gene Hoagland is. You can go to, you know, someone's Facebook page and, you know, uh, or to their website and find out more about their music and whatnot. The idea here is to uh, spread the love of music, talk about some 
pretty cool albums and introduce you to not only the albums, but again, people that have commented on them. So, um, we're going to go with the, uh, what are we going to do? We're going to do Gonna Leave You. Uh, interestingly enough, there is a Spanish version of this song as well, which I have, but we're going to go with the one off of the album off of Songs for the Deaf. Uh, the Spanish version can be found uh, on the B-side to No One Knows. Uh, I actually purchased it off of iTunes, if I'm not mistaken. So it is available. Uh, in any event, here we go. Uh, gonna Leave You by Queens of the Stone Age. and melodies josh Holm is is you know in my opinion an absolute you know rock genius for the way he likes to think outside of the box and do a lot of really dark melodies and i love that you know i i, I love them for the same reason i love opeth you know michael's you know just I, I just love opeth and i love queens you know they're my of all the rock bands of of that got big in the 90s they were the the cream of the crop i thought and you know, Dave Grohl's drumming is is really fantastic on, on it. You know, it was great to see him playing drums again because that was always like, Foo Fighters, okay, you know, great rock band, great foot-stomping rock band. 
people it's like, dude, get behind the drums, you know, play some cool drums. <laughs> and when Dave, I know Dave Grohl did that Killing Joke record right around the same time, and and I yeah. remember that I, I I heard the Killing Joke album first, and then I heard uh, songs for the death and songs like the death and resurrection show I thought were, you know, I thought his drums, you know, he was in that mode of drumming with that. Got a samba beat or a salsa beat. Something right. like that. And that, that was, you know, that was pretty influential on a lot of the projects I did, you know, that beat, I love that beat. So, uh, um, you know, having both, both, you know, death and resurrection show and, and all the, the songs for the death album, I thought Dave Grohl's drumming was really cool on that. And Josh Holmes riffs, great riffs, great song. Um, a bit, you know, like towards the end, uh, some of it, you know, there's a bunch of songs in the the middle of the last third uh, that I could I could do without. But uh, you know, it's it's still an amazing record, and I it's one of those that you think, wow, this band will never top this album. But I feel that they did with uh, Era Vulgaris. Um, <laughs> I like that album better, and I'm surprised to say that because I love Songs for the Deaf. And I have to admit, most bands that have the real big hit record, I never listened to it until two or three years later. And <laughs> that was the way it was with that album. You know, I didn't hear it for a year after it came out. And I'm like, wow, well, okay, I'm, here's another band that I missed. You know, I missed all their touring cycle because I'm like, oh, okay, they got hit songs, whatever. You know, me being <laughs> true and cult. But, uh, <laughs> you know, upon further reflection, that's a, that's a fantastic record. And I, I do think they were able to beat it with Era Vulgaris. So, uh, but still, great drums, great vocals, great riffs, uh, uh, just a great vibe on that album. You know, and the videos were great. You know, the, the one for uh, uh, Go With The Flow, what a great video yep. for, for, for that song. That was a fantastic video. So good job all around. Way to go, Queens. Cool. Yeah, that's probably one of the best videos of that decade, that whole marriage of animation and, and just the whole storyline behind the video tied in with the song is just really cool. Yeah, and especially the way it ends, you know, what a great oh, yeah. payoff. You know, so <laughs> really cool. That is definitely the perfect word for it, payoff. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs>
you go. Go with the flow. Definitely the payoff there, as uh, Gene Hoagland mentioned uh, at the end of the video. And uh, very cool comments from Gene. If nothing else, if you're a fan of music, you know, I... I recommend you listening to every one of these classic albums column podcasts because Gene's comments are just so extraordinary. And and there are so many stories and things that he tells uh, about various bands that he was associated with or he saw before they ever became anything. Uh, just wait till you hear his story about running into a 19-year-old James Hetfield. It is funny. It is just off the wall, and it's definitely a uh, you know a jaw-dropping story that you know just makes you say, "Holy shit!" Can't believe that this guy you know actually ran into Hetfield at that time, and and everything that transpired when they met. Uh, so it's uh, very interesting. Uh, we're going to get into another track off of the album and uh, after that we're going to get into the portion of the episode that will feature Anthrax drummer Charlie Benante they have a new album coming out shortly called Worship Music the album drops September 19th you can pre-order it on iTunes uh, through Nuclear Blast I actually uh, you know I'm a very big fan of Anthrax so what I did was I pre-ordered it it comes along with a orange vinyl, if I'm not mistaken, that has their version of Refused's uh, song, New Noise. Got to see them play that years ago with Dan Nelson uh, fronting the band. And uh, always loved what they'd done with it. So be interesting to hear Joey's uh, take on that song. So uh, look out for Worship Music. Again, we'll be out September 19th. And, uh, all right, so let's keep things going here with The Sky is Falling.
the record that broke them. This was for me. This was was a, is a great record. Not as good as Rated R, but <laughs> uh, this was a record that pretty much, you know, made them, you know, uh, successful. And I believe um, Dave Dave's on this record, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I believe his yeah the drumming on on this record totally like it, it drives this record too. Um, it's some of his best playing. Um, yep. And the songs are great. The songs are great on this record. Uh, but I do like Rated R a little better. I don't know why, but I just do. Yeah, this this one stands out to me because of uh, Dave Grohl's playing. I just think it puts it over the top. I mean, it just like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it totally drives the record. And uh, yeah. I think a lot of songs when... To his his you know he may have come up with the riff or something because of the drumming you know yeah yeah absolutely there's definitely his signatures all over it totally a song for the deaf that is for you.
Entering that song is the late Natasha Snyder, uh, the wife of Alan, jo- Alan Johannes. Never pronounce his name right. I apologize, Alan. Um, and uh, I know them from way back, uh, back when they were on Hollywood Records. They were part of a band called uh, Eleven with Jack Irons of Red Hot Chili Peppers and uh, Pearl Jam fame. Uh, pretty cool comments from Charlie Benante there. Um, awesome to hear his take. And like I said, you know, a lot of people uh, responded and said, hey, you know, uh, we love this album, but uh, Rated R really, you know, stood out for me. So, you know, again, one of the things with the albums that were chosen is that there's going to be a bunch of different... Um, uh, you know, comments going back and forth like that. There are plenty of other albums uh, where that takes place. Hidden track, a real song for the deaf, uh, or so it says on uh, on Wikipedia. Uh, forgot that that was there. Anyway, if you're a fan of the band, you'll know that um, uh, that's essentially feel good hit of the summer. And uh, a little tidbit regarding that song: Rob Halford actually sings on the original that made its way onto the Queens of the Stone Age album, and uh, he was in the uh, studio next to them. And um, I guess Josh Homie went over and asked him if he was interested in doing some vocals on the track. So he does the higher registry um, vocals on on that particular track on the studio album. And apparently, uh, how the legend goes is that when he was provided with the lyrics, which are 
uh, nicotine, alcohol, Vicodin, marijuana, ecstasy, and alcohol, something along those lines. I may be uh, screwing it up. But anyway, uh, his response was, ah, the rock and roll cocktail. So interesting little uh, tidbit there. And yes, sorry for boring anyone out there who isn't, uh, uh, you know, a music geek like myself or or whatever. Uh want to thank everyone who was featured on this show, Charlie Bonante, Mark Striegel, Alan Tecchio, and Gene Hoagland for all of their comments and for everyone that sent in their written comments. You can go directly to marsattacksradio.com and see the comments right on the website. Um, we have... Of course, other columns coming up in the future should have one within the next uh, few weeks for the month of September. And uh, just want to remind you guys to go to Mark Striegel Radio. Again, I program Stream A, and uh, you'll have my show, Mars Attacks Radio, up on there. A new episodes debut on Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, you can find the exact times when the show repeats right on the right-hand side of MarsAttacksRadio.com and uh, that is pretty much it just want to remind you guys to leave your comments right on the site Uh, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes leave your comments on iTunes and um, and that's all thanks again for listening thanks for everyone that's participated and if anyone else wants to provide their comments remember that you could submit them to input at marsattacksradio.com we're going to leave you with another track here from obviously songs for the deaf this is song for the dead thanks again for listening and see you next time right here on mars attacks podcast 